0: W E A F New York, 830 PM, B U L O V A, Boulevard Watch Time. Boulevard, guest of a lifetime. A pack of Avalon cigarettes, please.
1: Yes, sir. Just a moment, sir. Don't forget the change. You'd never guess, but avalons cost you less.
2: So why not always travel on with Helen?
0: Good evening, friends. Good evening. This is Dell King saying, welcome to Avalon Time, featuring radio's red-headed ragamuffin Richard Red Skelton, with Dick Todd, Edna Stilwell, Bud Hercules, Vandover, the Avalon Chorus, and Bob Strong and his orchestra, opening the program with an apple for the teacher from the Star Maker. Avalon cigarettes cost three to five cents less per pack than other popular price brands. But that saving comes to you as an extra, because Avalons are guaranteed unsurpassed in quality. They're union-made from a perfect blend of choice Turkish and domestic tobaccos. In fact, you couldn't get finer-quality tobaccos in any other cigarettes, regardless of price, regardless of brand. Truly, Avalons are the cigarette buy of today. So the next time, try Avalon cigarettes and save the difference. It took Billy Rose and the bevy of bathing beauties to make a gorgeous spectacle at the World's Fair. It took two football squads and 76,000 people to make a mighty spectacle at the Yankee Stadium. But on Avalon time, it only takes one man to make a a greater spectacle of himself, Red Skelton.
2: Thank you very
3: much, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Say, Dell, speaking of football, Army sure, sure put up a terrific battle at the Yankee Stadium last Saturday against Notre
0: Dame, didn't they? Yeah, why not, Red? After all, the Yankee Stadium is the American League's Demogino line. Yeah. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so what a loud speaking
3: system they have there. Every time a National League fan shows up, it automatically plays taps. <laughs> what a football game. What excitement. Bodies bathed in perspiration, women screaming at the top of their lungs, and strong men trampled
0: underfoot. Now, wait a minute, Red. Was this a football game or bargain day in Macy's basement? (laughs) Where's football, Dale? Oh, what a reception I got
3: when I I entered the stadium. Two cadets jumped on my back and started racing me up and down the sideline. They thought I was the Army mule. (laughs) I wouldn't have minded it, but they rode me side saddle. My uncle was with me. You know, he really knows football strategy, that guy. Every time the team went into punt formation, he went into pint formation.
2: (laughs) The score
3: wasn't the only thing that was tight. (laughs) I used to be a football player myself, Del. You did? Yeah, I played with a Vincent Icky. (laughs) How do you think I got this face? (laughs) One day while I was playing, I started a lateral pass. Yeah? A tackler broke through the line, Uh lunged with a straight arm, Uh and intercepted my push. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: uh, I'll never forget the time I held the ball for a place kick What happened? I turned my back to the stand mm-hmm. Then I turned my back to the line mm-hmm. and Then the ball snapped And I turned my back to the kicker <laughs> That's the last time I ever do that With a near-sighted fullback
2: <laughs> Well,
3: it looks like I'm benched, folks Here comes Zick Todd carrying the ball for dear old Avalon Take it, Dick Lollocks in the rain <laughs> <laughs>
4: Robin sings today, spring is just across the world, and there I go again it seems, finding you here in my dreams. I see lilacs in the rain, and you are with me again. When April sprinkles her green
2: in my
4: heart, when we parted in the lane, the skies were tearful with rain. The scent of lilacs Remains In my heart Two other arms Around you now Some other love Has found you now But one love Forget to smile my darling once in a while Remember April and Lila.
3: Nick Todd singing Lilacs in the Rain. <laughs> I love those flower songs. Lilacs, blue orchids, roses and picardy. I wish they'd write a song about my favorite flower. What is it, Skelton? The cornflower? Yeah. Uh...
2: <laughs> no, it's
3: not a cornflower, Todd. It's not a daffy dill, either. My favorite flower is a and uh, um... Oh, you know, one of those big yellow jobs. <laughs> hey. That would make a nice song. Big yellow jobs in the rain. <laughs>
2: Hello, boys. Hey.
1: Hello, Edna. Edna. Your song sounded swell, Dick.
3: Thanks, Anna. Yeah, say, how come you never say anything about my voice? Did you ever hear a voice like mine?
1: Not since I gave a hyena a hot foot.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, speaking of hyenas... How about that crazy brother of yours, that press agent of mine, imagine, booking me into a nightclub where there's so much smoke in the joint, they have to use fog lights on the dance floor. (laughs) And not only
2: that, I have to
0: challenge the customers to a fight. Well, uh, how do you issue your challenges, Red? Through a loudspeaker?
1: No, through an Ouija board.
0: Yeah, I got a little... (laughs) I do not. The guy I
1: fought last night was plenty tough. He sure was. For a midget. Yeah, (laughs)
2: midget.
1: He was no midget, Edna. Oh, no? Well, how come when we had coffee afterwards, every time he dunked his donut, he got his shoulders wet? Yeah. Ah, go
3: on. In the ring, that guy towered way over me.
1: Well, why didn't you get up off the floor? I was...
3: (laughs) Now, listen. Just for that, you walk around the studio five times saying, and don't forget your change.
1: Ah. Come on. Get going. Start saying it. Okay, teacher. And don't forget your change. don't forget your change.
0: No kidding, Red. How did you really come out in your fight? Head first. I mean, uh...
3: (laughs) Well, well, well. Hiya, Stu. suit. listen, I've taken enough from you, Roger. You're no longer my press agent and manager. I can handle my own affairs. What do you think I am, a baby? <laughs>
1: Don't forget your change.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I knew something like that would happen to her if you stayed around you long enough. She's gone plug nutty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: never mind that. I'm not going to fight anymore. That's all I'm telling you. I'm through. Let's not argue about this. I want to tell you how to win your fight, see? Now, like last night, Mm -hmm. I kept yelling at you to bring one up from the floor. I brought one up from the floor, but I didn't think he liked it very much. How do you know? He sent me back down for another one. (laughs) But I got up. I left him with my right. And I left him with my left. And I (laughs) left. There sure wasn't any pretty picture when you got in your dressing room. Dressing room? What dressing room? I thought you said that room was going to be private. It is private. Didn't it have your name over the door? Skelton ain't spelled (laughs) (laughs) G-E-N-T-S. And I mean it when I say I'm through with you. I've got a lawyer coming over here later to break my contract ah, with you. don't get conceited. I can get comedians like you for a dime a dozen. And don't forget your change. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's enough, Edna. Well, so long, Stooge. I'm going out now to take care of a guy who tried to break his contract. Yeah, what are you going to do, Satchel Mouth? i got to see a man about a morgue. Yeah. Well, he'll find out. Well, I'm waiting for my lawyer to show up. Bob Strong and his orchestra will play a weird hunk of rhythm called Jungle Drums. <laughs> Wait till you hear it, folks. You'll swear the guy wrote it after two. Dumb, dumb <laughs>
0: you hear how the conversation between the well-known ventriloquist, Pro- Professor Echo, and his dummy broke up his famous act? Well, it went like this.
1: Hey, Professor, could I borrow a cigarette? Why, sure. Here you are. Oh, goodness, no, thanks. Not that brand. I smoke Avalon.
3: Oh, so you smoke Avalon, eh? Well,
5: that's the end of our act. But professor, what do you mean? Well, if you smoke Avalons, you're no dummy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes, friends, it's a smart move on anyone's part to switch to Avalon cigarettes. Avalons are guaranteed unsurpassed in quality, but cost three to five cents less per pack than other popular-priced brands, a very worthwhile savings. Try Avalon's tonight. You'd never guess they cost you less.
3: Never were a truer words spoken, King. <laughs> say, is my lawyer showing up yet?
0: Not yet, Red. Uh, say, by the way, is that nightclub where you work really a tough place? Tough?
3: Say, every time you pass the place, you hear the roaring 21 guns. And they ain't saluting anybody.
2: <laughs>
3: no fooling. What... Say, that's probably my lawyer now. Come in. Well, it certainly took you a long time to... Are you my lawyer?
5: Well, I ain't Mr. District Attorney on a doo doo dewy day! <laughs>
3: Hercules a counselor at law. Oh
5: goodness, yes, Mister Skelton. I trail him, nail him, jail him, and bail him. <laughs> now to get to the case. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So I, help you. I do. You must be nuts. <laughs>
3: Ah, well, it's no use, Herky.
5: I don't think you can... You can't help me. Oh, can't I? <laughs> Why, Mr. Skelton, you happen to be addressing the great Hercules of the firm, Hercules, Atlas, Sampson, and Delilah. <laughs> Hercules, Atlas, Sampson, and... How did Delilah get in there? Oh, gracious, you know Sampson,
2: don't you? Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, but you should see my record, Mr. Skelton. Of course, I lost my last case, but that was my mom's fault. What? By the next time I try a case in court, she's going to let me dress just like the district attorney. How's that, Herky? She's going to let me wear long
2: pants.
5: (laughs) But, boy, as far as my other cases are concerned, I fix them, I nick them, Yeah, wait a minute,
3: Herky. You've already made that point clear.
5: Oh, goodness, so what? The way everybody steps on me, no wonder I have an inferiority duplex. (laughs) Okay, I'll
3: give you the case. Now, I want you to break a contract with a phony press agent by the name of Roger Stillwell. That's Edna's brother.
5: Oh, that ought to... Roger Stillwell? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good heavens, why he just hired me to uphold the contract. He oh, is this my lucky day? Lucky? Yes, indeedy. Now <laughs> I can't possibly lose the case. <laughs> well, I got to schedoodle along, Mr. Skelton. You see, I'm gonna get up early tomorrow morning and go out riding in the country. Mm. I'm riding the hounds with some lawyer friends of mine. Oh, chasing a fox over the countryside, eh? No, <laughs> instead of a fox, we chase an ambulance. Hell yeah, hold that thing! <laughs>
3: That's fine. I'm in a good fix. Empty pockets, empty future, empty head, which brings us up to Dick Todd and the Avalon Course, singing "Empty Saddles." One side, Thunderfoot. Yeah, Thunderfoot, and me, an Eagle Scout.
4: Something strange in the old corral. There's a breeze though, the the breeze, though the wind has
2: died.
4: Though I'm alone in the old corral, seems there is someone at my side. At my
2: side. Empty
4: saddle. The old corral Where do you ride Tonight Tonight. Are you rounding up the doggies Strays of long ago Are you on the trail Of Buffalo Trail of Buffalo
2: Empty
4: saddles The old corral Where do you ride Are there rustlers on the border? Or a band of Navajo? Are you heading for
2: the Alamo? Empty dust, covered with dust.
0: Where do you
2: stop tonight? Empty food,
4: covered with dust. Where do you stop tonight? Empty saddle
2: in the old
4: corral My tears would be dry tonight. tonight If you only say I'm lonely As you carry my old car Empty saddle in the old Empty Saddles
2: in
3: the home. Oh, that was really beautiful. Say, Dell, you know where they got the idea for that song, Empty Saddles? No, where? The guy got the idea watching the little man who wasn't there riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and now we come to our slice of life, our playlist about things that really happen. And tonight deals with the greatest question of the day. How to keep a dog in a small one-room apartment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You set the scene, Bill. All right, Red. The time about 6.30 p.m. The place, somewhere in your hometown. Now, as the scene opens, we find Red Skelton, who makes the part of a tired businessman even more tired coming home from work. And Edna Stilwell is the wife who has been standing over a hot magazine all day. Edna greets him. Listening time, six minutes and a little control. Take it, free. Is
2: that you, darling?
0: No, it's just your husband.
2: You
1: look awfully tired, dear. How's business at the laundry? Oh, pretty good. But gee,
3: no matter how hard I try, I can't seem to get my things as white as the other fellas do.
2: <laughs> and
1: look at my hands—I'm getting ironing board knuckles. By the way, where's the dog? He's over in the corner digesting your Sunday pants. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: what? It's the third pair of my pants he's chewed up. Why don't he chew up a pair of your? Why don't he chew up some of your?
1: <laughs> the poor guy'll get lint on the lin on the lungs. See. <laughs> Don't get excited, dear. Remember your foundation. Yeah, maybe you're right.
3: See, I wish I could get that dog to like me more. You know, I think I'll win him over. After some, I'll throw him a bone.
1: That's using your head. <laughs> <laughs> Over there. Yeah. He's getting bigger every day. He a... Why, he looks like a horse. Yeah,
3: he sure is big. Yesterday on the street, he wagged his tail and knocked over three fire hydrants.
1: <laughs> well, there's one nice thing about him. He never barked. Yeah, you know, it's a funny thing.
3: That's the first wire-haired terrier I ever saw that didn't bark.
1: Well, maybe you should take him back and have him rewired for sound. <laughs>
3: yeah. Say, did Jim Farley's boys leave anything
1: today? Huh?
3: Are any mail?
1: Oh, yes. There's... Fourteen bills, a black hand note, and a threat.
3: A black hand note and a threat?
1: Yeah, from the coal man and the landlord. Oh. The landlord says we either get rid of that dog or we're refugees.
3: Hmm. A travel log, eh? <laughs> well, he can't do that to us. I'll 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 think of something.
1: Well, you better turn on the Einstein, cousin. That's him now.
3: Well, all right. Well, all right. Then your boy must be
2: swinging.
3: <laughs> now, howdy, oh, folks. Howdy. Do you mind if I squeeze in here? Oh. No,
1: but leave the door open. The knob makes it a little crowded when there's three people in here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I came up to see you about that greyhound dog of yours. Greyhound? What do you mean? He's a white-haired terrier. Listen, him. I know a greyhound when I see one. Well, you should, old face. <laughs> Say, hey, how do you like that? The guy at the pet shop told me that he was a wire-haired... T- now, that's the second time he's cheated me. Last week, he sold me a pair of lovebirds that stopped nicking after he heard the voice of experience.
2: <laughs>
3: well, I hate to give you an ultimatum. An ultimatum? Oh, really? You shouldn't give me one of those. Oh, I don't deserve...
1: Quiet, sponge brain. He's telling us where to get off.
2: Oh.
3: Yes, as I was saying, you'll either have to get rid of that flea mobilizer or move. Well, that's funny. When we moved in here, you said it was okay to have a dog. A yeah, dog, yes, but that mutt gets more like a moose every day.
2: <laughs> Why,
3: I remember when my kids used to carry him around in their arms. Yes. Now they rock this cool on his
2: back. Yes. They do.
3: Well, tell him to stop it. He's a greyhound dog, not a bus. <laughs> Besides, it's your fault. When we moved in here, the place was full of fleas, and you told us to get something for him. There he is. Well, I suppose if there were a mice in the joint, you'd go out and get a couple of bats. Now, don't bring your wife into
2: this. <laughs> now, listen,
3: Sagwood. What is it, baby Dumpling
2: Puss? <laughs>
3: listen, the people downstairs are complaining about that dog pacing up and down the floor all night. Well, can I help her <laughs> if he worries?
1: Okay, you win. I'll make him sleep outside. Yes. Yeah.
2: You wouldn't get. <laughs> well,
3: if you don't get out, I'll have to throw you out. Yeah, and I'll stick the dog on you. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll wait
1: till that dog isn't
3: here, and then I'll throw you out. Go on, stick him, boy. Go get, get him. Hey, don't, don't do that. I'll, I'll have work. you thrown in
5: jail, and I don't mean type <laughs> that.
3: Hey! Gee, did you hear that? He barked. Or was that you?
1: <laughs> no, I only howl. Oh. Now what are you going to do?
3: Well, at least we can stay here tonight, and we'll find a place tomorrow. Hey, has the wolfhound been out for his walk yet?
1: <laughs> no, not yet. And don't look at me. He's your dog. Yeah. I don't ask you to walk my goldfish. Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay, I'll take him out. But what am I going to do if old Ribble push? He's just going out the front with him.
1: I think there's an old
5: exit in the back. There is? I'll sneak from the back. Where's his leash? His leash? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, here it is around my neck. I forgot. It was my turn to wear it today. <laughs> <laughs> you better peek out in
1: the hall and see if old push face is gone. Okay,
3: Huh? Somebody out here. See, I'll open up a few of these doors in the hall and see where those steps are.
2: Ah! Oh, pardon me, madam. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wonder
3: how long she's been in that
2: closet.
1: Be careful. That door leads to an old elevator shaft. What? Look out, you'll fall!
0: Oh.
5: oh, dear. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Tell the dog to watch that first step. It's pretty steep.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Avalons are the largest selling cigarette in their price class, and there's a mighty good reason for this tremendous preference. Avalons give you popular price cigarette quality for three to five cents less per pack. Yes. Avalon's costs three to five cents less than other popular price brands. A repeated saving that will net you many extra dollars in a surprisingly short time. Unexcelled quality, real money-saving economy. What more could you ask from your cigarettes? Give Avalon's a trial tonight.
3: Well, Dell, it's time to close up shop again. That's right, Red. Oh, come in. Skelton. Yes. I'm from Washington. Yeah? Farley says it's okay
0: to go ahead. Well, thanks a lot, Cullen. What do you mean by Farley says it's okay to go ahead?
2: Oh,
3: nothing at all, Dell. I'm just anxious to get started on my Thanksgiving jokes, and I'm putting this check up on the right date. What do you care, Skelton? You have a turkey every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the use. Good night, everybody. I'll see you all next week. Goodbye, now.
0: Well, friends, we hope you've enjoyed our show, and be with us next Wednesday night at this same hour when the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation again presents Red Skelton, Dick Todd, Edna Stilwell, Bob Strong and his orchestra, and the entire gang in Avalon time. This is Dell King speaking, reminding you that during the week, when you ask for Avalon cigarettes...
1: Don't forget your change. <laughs>
0: so why not always travel on with
3: You'd never guess, but Avalon costs only ten cents, plus city or state tax.